Hey folks, good afternoon. This is your boy OG Bernie. This is the Let Burn Rant. Sorry. This is your boy OG Bernie. I was drinking too much. This is the Let Burn Rant podcast. Um, and I'm gonna just skip through all the red tape and all the intros. And let's just get let's get straight to this shit right now because um this is a I call this a Friday doubleheader. And what I mean, actually a triple header. What I mean, well no, double header, sorry, sorry. What I mean by that, I'm gonna describe mm, Two, three rants. I should just get a triple head. I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But I, I'm going to just get down to it right now. In Drake's case right now. And in a whole sense of what should he do? Should he respond to Pusha T? Should he just fall back? Um, in, a hip, in a hip-hop sense, you know, if this was just strictly hip-hop. You know, if all the personal bullshit wasn't a part of it, honestly, he could have probably just, you know, put the little subliminal jabs and just, he can go for it. But, um, uh, Aubrey, Drake, Graham, this is, this is not your lane. This is not you. This ain't, this is not a little subliminal battle anymore. This is now a full-on rap beef. You know? What well, you thought you got away with Meek Mill? We know this is not Meek. No, and even with other artists, you know, you put the little jabs that like Kendrick or Joe Buttons or Hov. Plus, is not none of them right now. I don't. I'm not saying that Pusha T is by far a scrub or he's some you know regular rapper that got nothing to lose. He is a he's a he's a, he's a lyricist. He's he's one of the top lyricists. In the whole in the whole hip hop right now, I think if you had a bracket of you know just a top tier lyricist, just to break it down from tier one to tier ten, he's he's tier two. He's definitely tier two, if not tier three, of you know either you can put him tier two as above averagely and just great, or you can put him as you know rappers who's way past their primes but can still drop hot bars. And he is 40, what, 41 years old, Pusha T is? Pusha 41, 42, so we all looking at Pusha T like he's a young man. No, this man, is he's already, he's already in his 40s right now. He's just having put on the, he haven't put enough discography out there like a Drake and everybody else. And, you know, to the, to the, also to the fact of Drake and everybody else, they're also younger also. Pusha T didn't, Pusha T didn't come out late, but he was part of the clips, so, you know, it was just a group thing now. It's just a him thing. Um, I keep when I heard like like I said this was like I said all these nonsense subliminal dots and everything like that. It was entertaining. This is not entertaining no more. Now to Drake's credit, right now, like I said, Drake did, did you know? I'm pretty sure Drake didn't. I don't think Drake' attention was to make this personal, in the sense of you know. Just putting the flames on Pusha T when he said his wife, when he said he's gonna put a ring on it, like Virginia Williams. I don't think Drake was aiming to just go to, you know, push it that length of disrespect, but that's, 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 that's what a beef is. You say somebody's name, and automatically, this what happens. And Pusha T, as, as cruel, as reckless Pusha T said it, Pusha T had all the rights to do it. Was it right? No, it wasn't right, but. A this is a this. The whole point, the whole reason we call it a this is to disrespect another person. And we've done this when Tupac was this and Nas, Biggie, and um, fucking um, Mop Deep. Biggie had his encounters also with motherfuckers with Pac and then the whole West Coast at one point. And even, even, even now, like I said, when you speed up time right now, you saw Hope do it to Jay. I mean, not some bugging. Oh, they're both the same. Um, Hope did it to Nas when he was when he said he bangs his baby moms. So it's just you you uh, you just can't you can't say shit. There's some shit you just can't say. There's some shit you can't say. And Drake, I think personally, he he went he you know he might not thought that he went too far. But that's Drake. That's been Drake's just like mo right now. Always fucking somebody's dude's bitch. And this time around, I don't. Uh, that funny, we we already know that's not the case. 
I don't think Pussy, Pussy probably would not be fucking with her if that was the case. Pussy don't even look like he got a superstar model anyway. He's just like just a regular chick that's been, he rolled with her for the longest. Now he's about to marry her. And that's, I think that should be the case right there. But Drake, you know, he's trying to spin the narrative. And you already know how Drake this is getting right now. The internet is going to ride with him. And automatically after Duppy, the beat is dope. The beat is dope. The beat is fucking dope. You can't, you can't ignore that Duppy freestyle. We thought, you know, and he responded after Infra, after Pusha dropped Infrared. And Pusha was clear on what he said on Infrared, written like now, but the words came from Quentin. So automatically, Drake, oh, Drake already knew that it was against him. And Drake wasn't wasting no time. I feel like Pusha T set him up. Pusha already knew that. Well, Pusha, first of all, Pusha had to respond anyway after two birds and one stone. We didn't hear Pusha T respond for shit. Pusha kept. We, so we gave that win to Drake, and like you said, and we are normally in Drake. This is like that when he sends the little shots to an artist. He's going at that. He's, he's saying some crazy shit, but you already know who it's for. Two birds and one stone. Clear as day, he went off on, you know, Pusha T and on Kid Cudi. And that was the end result. So he said, okay, Pusha T ain't gonna say nothing. He did, but he, and now he, you know, like most lyricists, when you drop an album, the whole rollout plan, you're gonna say some shit. When the album dropped, last track, Infrared, off that Daytona album, he said what he had to say. Two lines, very clear. You already heard what it was. You already knew it was against Drake. Little Wayne and Baby, and on AK Birdman. So Drake, Drake, you know, Drake's, you know, he's already, like I said, Drake is an album mode. Drake had to do some, Drake, Drake had to end this once and for all. I think even Drake knew this was getting, this beef was getting turned up out of nowhere. And I'm pretty sure Drake didn't want this overshadowing his album because the album is supposed to be dropping, well, this month, unless he pushed it back, just like Nicki pushed her album back because Nicki was supposed to drop her album today. And I'll get to Kanye's album because his album did drop. But Nicki pushed it back to August, if I'm not mistaken. Drake, I thought he was going to drop his album today or somewhere around this month. But that's in doubt right now because of his push situation. But even before that became more in doubt, it was over Ghost Ryan credibilities. And... I said, we all, we all has heard this as a whole Meek Mill nonsense about Ghost Ryan and, you know, does Drake write his own shit? And after, du- after Duppy, I'm, I'm, I was impressed. I was like, okay, Drake got this. Drake got this. Drake is not with the shits no more. Drake is not with the shits. He torched. I mean, he fucking torched Pusha T on that shit. I don't care what y'all say. He torched the motherfucker automatically. Automatically, we had to throw out that whole Ghost Ryan shit. Where we might have, we might have looked at Drake like, yo, does Drake write his own shit? Does he, who does he got and shit? Why does he need it if he's claimed to be the best rapper? Everything. And the same, what? Same day as the whole album from Daytona comes out, Drake drops a diss track. That shit, Duffy overshadowed his album. I'm sorry, his. His whole album got overshadowed by Duffy. And so we begin the competition. Now, prior to Pusha dropping his record, because we know because we didn't know if Pusha was gonna respond or he's just gonna fall back, especially after the invoice that Drake sent the good music or Def Jam, whoever's involved for hundred thousand dollars. That's also another mess. That's also fucked up, also reviving somebody's career. Wild fucked up by Drake, but Drake can when Drake can get low, he can get low. But I was it was when I was listening to the song just from word from word and everything like that. I ain't know who was Virginia Williams honestly. I don't. I don't. I don't listen. I just know about the rapper and that's what I listen to. I don't go too deep on people's personal lives. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people was thinking the same thing on who's Virginia Williams, who's that, that don't make no sense why he would say that name, and now we know who's Virginia Williams, and 
Now we know why Pusha T is now pissed. So all bets were off after Virginia Williams. So if it wasn't for Virginia Williams, I'm pretty sure Pusha T would have responded the next day against Drake. He didn't. He felt he scaled back a little bit. And the story of Dennis, or Donson, or whatever you can call that name. Fuck it. That's the story. Was the name of it? It's not even just. It was not even just the song also, it was just the cover he was able to discover from Drake back in the days with a black face. A black man with a black face. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, Drake. Now, Drake already explained why he did it. He was trying to portray the struggles of African-American. That is, you know, through his voice and another friend's voice. Through what they go through. And everything like that. But it's like, damn, Drake. It probably would've been better if Drake did this before this leg it out. Then maybe we would have just let it go. But Drake never, you know, say when things about skeletons, you know, once it comes out, it's gonna come out. And once that shit came out, there was two pictures though. I seen the other one also with him in a sad face with the black face on, but nonetheless. Nobody gives a fuck. Internet don't care. Internet do not give a fuck. We are looking at what we see right now with this. This is, you know, and I can honestly say right now for the first time in uh, the first time in a very long time, but maybe if not ever, the you know, public opinion is not on Drake's side right now. Not just for just for that, even for the baby right now is supposedly his. Drake is in Drake is in trouble. Public image, you know, they don't they don't like they don't like nobody doing some stupid shit. And this is, to my knowledge, World Narcissistic Awareness Day. And all the shit that Drake has been doing right now has been sort of narcissistic at this point. Even to a point where now it's been rumored that he's he's look, he's been trying to give people a hundred thousand dollars to give me any give any information for Pusha T about anything. It's like like he's really going he's really going low just to find something on Pusha T, anything. And Pussy ain't, ain't got nothing to hide at this point. I don't see the whole point of even trying to keep beefing with him. Um, I guess the clear answer is at this point right now when you just scale everything, like you said, like Pussy T said, layer by layer. This is not good for Drake. And if, you know, he's he's got some good music. I, I, I'm not gonna just be a hater fully on him. I never, I never liked him, but you can't you can't knock the man's talent right now and what he's able to possess. With that being said, I think Drake should fall back. This is not this is this is a fight that he can't win. And he won't win. And it's like there's some people you can you know you can you can you can go out off the top and just like say, hey, he can you know. I got the, I got the, I got the internet. I got the voice. I got the ears of the streets. I got everybody rocking with me. And for the longest, Drake has always found a way to do that. And even after that meek shit, right now, even more and more, he was able to have that on his side right now. And, and he's been untouchable. You know, he's been the big guy right now on the block. You know, even with the whole Ghost Ryan, you know, nonsense, Drake has still been able to make countless hits. He's already got two number ones this year. Diplomatic Music went number seven. I don't know where I'm upset is gonna start at, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be top 20. Drake has been on a roll right now. His album is gonna most definitely be fire as hell, just because of the streams. But this, this, you know, the type of publicity this just this, this went on Drake, this pick, you know, the whole blackface, the whole part of him being a deadbeat. You know, him gonna announce it during a Adidas press run. Like, he, he, dude's in trouble. He's in full-blown trouble right now, and I wouldn't be surprised he pushed his album back. Even though he shouldn't, I don't think he should, but, you know, the question is gonna be... No, man, I'm sorry. But, um... 
I don't think the question is going to be on this album or the work he put on it or the producers or the features he got on this album because I'm pretty sure it's going to be top of the line work from a lot of dope artists on this but um, nobody's going to be focused on that I wouldn't at this point um, I would drink the best and I think that you know, personally, Drake should not respond. This is not this is not the fight that Drake needs. You know, I think you should focus on, you know, promoting this album the best way you can. If you need to push this album back and scale it back, maybe to drop another single, maybe to remove all the doubts of, from people right now who's looking at him different now, then do that because this is this is this is gonna this is not gonna be. This is not gonna be good for him. And he might, you know, he might, he might still, you know. <coughs> oh, sorry. He still might sell. He still might sell a million. The publicity still might put him over a million just because of the publicity, but Drake is not here for the publicity. He's here to show y'all what he's created. And that's about it. But, you know, everything is down question at this point right now and Pussy got him. Pussy got him. Pussy got him. The wordplay was fantastic. Just the the information that was given to him. It's like it's like similar to what the information that Jazzo gave to Nas when he went off on Daisy on Ether. ASAP Rocky gave him the information. I don't think ASAP Rocky's intention was to give it to him. Maybe it was. He fucked. He also fucked Drake's baby mom. Also supposed you know. So maybe the, his maybe the information was to give it to you know put the teeth just that there's some who knows. It explains why up the I'm upset record came out maybe because you know because he did mention his name, made that Rocky's name, but nonetheless it's it's bad for Drake right now, you know. And the Instagram comment is not going to be this is not going to be what you know they don't want nobody cares about that Instagram bullshit. You can say whatever you want to type up in 400 characters, but, you know, publicly, people want to know what the fuck is going on right now. What was the whole point of this? Now, Drake don't have to really respond to this, but I think just because of the narrative of what it's looking like right now and how quickly the internet turns on motherfuckers, you have to respond publicly at this point. And it's crazy how so many people are involved in this, and which is, I'm trying, and I'm trying to keep this just put the tea in Drake. You got fucking ASAP Rocky involved because he also smashed Drake's baby mom, James Harden, Iman Shumpler. Damn, that's the that's the rest the most that's the biggest names right now. They said on that list. The chick is married also with a dude with a green card, and she still is married with him. But yet, the baby is Drake's. Drake is in a fucked up situation, and up to this point, Drake. Even despite the, all this, the little rumors of, you know, Drake getting beat up by Diddy or Drake getting pissed on by one of T.I.'s friends in the movie theater. Even the ghostwriting thing, we have, let, we have let it slide up to this point right now because Drake can't do no wrong. And as long as he continued to make great music, he was winning. And um, nonetheless, this is bad. And if I'm Drake right now, you, I, that's, don't, don't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't under no circumstances respond to Pusha T at this point you're giving him more ammunition to take you out and I believe Pusha T still got much more on you than you got on him if it's true that you're trying to you're trying to get dirt if you're trying to get dirt on him you're in trouble already if I'm Drake fall back get back into album mode you prove that you can you prove that you can spit one you can spit you can spit your ass off no and no, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just shit on you if it goes, you know, if you file down at this point. You, you know, eventually everybody's gotta take an L. We get better. We don't, we don't take L's losses. We take L's as lessons. And this is one L in a lesson that you might have to take right now. This is not the fight that you need right now. Especially if you plan on dropping this album. Especially if you plan on doing what you say you're gonna do. Personally, you can't you can't take the chances right now because, especially public perception, 
it's always big right now today, especially when it comes to media sites and the blogs and premium sites also. As big as premium sites is, if it was like CD based right now, who cares? But this is not based off the CDs. It's premium sites right now. We look at everything right now, and maybe the publicity is good. Maybe the maybe the publicity all around us maybe might propel people to listen to Drake a little more and side with him because. They're going to probably automatically say that old push he went too far about OVO 40, about his mom and dad, his kid. He went too far. Fuck Pusha T. I'm going to bump more of Drake. And I, this might be the case. Richmond Terrace? Go all the way straight down. Yes. Yep. You too. Um, my bad. I was talking to somebody who needed directions. Um, I, I hope for a Drake that, you know, this doesn't, well, listen, this is already going, this, listen, if you, if Ghost Ryan didn't put a dent on him, I think this will, but nonetheless, nonetheless, Drake should focus on his album, after that, promote this shit the best way you can, you're supposed to be going on tour also, this, be, this so you got that one up on you right now, that's perfect right now for your album talk, how, how do you avoid the talks about the blackface, how do you avoid the talks about the kids and everything like that, I don't know. No, like I said, but if you like, I said Drake's got a radio show on, you know, Apple Music. So maybe he can. Get, like I said, if I'm, if I'm Drake, I'm gonna control the narrative at this point because I don't like how artists control the narratives. But if this is if this one time that you need to control the narrative right now, so you can avoid this all the time and focus on other stuff, this will probably be the time for Drake to control the narrative right now and make them feel like, listen, I was young, I was doing this for personal reasons show art and that's what Drake, Drake and Drake did say that it was for you know it's awful it was personally trying to show the voice and what it is to be a difficult African American out here or just a you know African descent because Drake is from Canada so he's African descent this is that would be his case man as for the son I think people will have to they're going to want to know more about it because it's just it's just how it is. I think they want more they want more factual evidence. They're gonna probably say DNA test or how the you already knew all along and everything like that. But um I think it's as long as Drake's Drake just need to stay away from this push of these name. Push these already push these clear. He's trying to bring this back to the Tupac Vicky days right now where it was just all straight disrespect. And uh, what can what can what can Drake do at this point? I don't know. Actually, I'm I'm the wrong person for that. I can't give him the answers. Put like I said, put these wonders at this point right now. Can Drake come back? Is Drake? I don't. What can Drake come back with? He don't got nothing on Pusha T. Pusha T's already said that he's got nothing to hide. So anything you gonna get at Pusha T will just have to be on album sales. Album sales. Him being a fake drug dealer. That's pretty much all you can get on Pusha T. After that, Pusha T. If Pusha T still got more up his sleeve right now. That means that not just ASAP Rocky, people from the industry is telling them about Drake ASAP or what Drake is and what he's done. If I'm, if I'm Drake right now, this you gotta fall back automatically because this is good. This could this could be this is a situation where you get exposed for everything and you get exposed and you don't need to be exposed any more than you've been exposed for right now. And this is bad with the old blackface. That's that's critical. The whole kid now you being a deadbeat, tremendously difficult. And there's been rappers who's been deputies also, but, you know, not someone who's at this highest level right now that's still doing it. Drake is at this highest level still doing it now. He's been reporting, and he's reporting to be calling a deputy. That's, that's not good. And now when the social media works automatically, he's going to be compared to motherfucking Will Smith's dad, who, you know, from the, you know, first place of Bel-Air, compared to him, all these other, you know, all these other deputies and... He got, he's got to stop. He's got to stop. He's got to let it go. I, I wish him the best, but he's got to let it go at this point. This is not, this is not something he can win. It's not something, it's not something that's worth it at this point because you need, it's, it's, there's no win situation. Drake, their way, stay far away from the situation. Put it to you, got the, you got the win right now. It was, but it was messy on his toe. I think Pudgy kind of went too far with Oviel 40. Yeah, guy. Especially now with MF's day right now, you didn't have to do that to him. I understand. I understand your reason why after Virginia Williams, but 
you cut you took it you took it to another level with overall 40. Fridays right now because of the situation that's been going on with the whole Pussy and Drake shit right now. You know, outside of this right now, we're gonna listen, listen, listen. First fuck up Friday participant is J.O. Smith. Bastard with 4.7 seconds left. Got an impound for George Hill because George Hill, bum ass, missed the free throw that will put them up by one. It will, instead of it being one, was it? If I'm calculating correct, seven. It would it, it would have been 105, 104 with four seconds left. After George Hill, you know, hit his free throw, but because he missed the free throw, we're tied now. So, and listen, he fuck George Hill's a bum. Kevin Durant, he's pussy. But I'll get to Kevin Durant in a minute. I'm just I'm just ripping. NBA Friday, everybody's whoever's fucked up is just game. I'm fucking them up right now over this. First would be Dale Smith. He's the biggest fuck up. You got the rebound with fucking 4.7 seconds left. I don't know how the fuck you didn't think you wasn't tied or you was up or whatever, but automatically you got the rebound. You should call a timeout. He ran back up there to LeBron like, hey, LeBron, I got the ball, I got the ball, I got the ball. LeBron's looking at him like, nigga, what the fuck you doing? Call timeout, do something. LeBron, LeBron's trying to call timeout. He passed the ball to George Hill. Again, George Hill bum ass. He missed it anyway. He wasn't. He wasn't getting those three points. He ain't got no good three points all day. He only got like what, one out of ten, whatever. J.L. Smith. It's, it's 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 you've been done. You've done some bonehead things in your life. I should know. I'm a Knicks fan. You've done all boneheaded shit in the Knicks. The only, the only time when you didn't was when you were six man of the year, after you was a six man. You suck as a starter. You're, you're, you're a liability at this point. You're a hothead. You hate when shit goes your way. You bitch and complain about it. I don't know what you do on your off days right now. I'm not, sh- you know, as far as drinking Henny or anything like that, I don't know about all that. The common fact that you, you're a player right now. You're, like I said, you're, you're a starter, nonetheless, you're a starter also. To not know that in 4.7 seconds left, first of all, automatically, you got the rebound. Call timeout. If you didn't feel like you can get that, you can get that shot in because of the Durant, timeout. When on God green earth, you, you're running off the, trying to run off the court. Especially when LeBron is telling you, we still got time, we still got time. What? Where? Where? And f- listen, personally, they might have won that game if if J.L. you know if J.S. got the rebound and was able to call timeout, or maybe just get the layup. It was simple. He was right there. I don't see no reason why you couldn't get the layup, unless you wasn't that confident. And then, right, if, then like I said, you got LeBron. Give LeBron that shot. He's, it's not like he wasn't. He didn't go off already. He he got fucking fifty-one fucking points. And the fact that. You know, it, it, or end it like this. First of all, I, I even listen. It's hard for me to call LeBron a fucked up, but he did. He did. He did everything in his power right now. Even if you, even if you said that he did some, he did small shit. He didn't, you know, turn the ball over, whatever. The fact of the matter is, LeBron scored 51 fucking points. He, there's no. When you score 51 fucking points to get your team to a position to win against this great team as a Warriors, you're not a fuck up. It just, it just sucks that players around you are a fuck up. Big time fuck up. Game one was was a game that they could have won, and honestly, right now the Warriors didn't play it; they deserved to win. But J.O. Smith forever fucked that up right now, and that might be that might be it might be what getting swept or knocked out five at this point because I don't because I see it at six, but this might have this it, it definitely it definitely decreased at this point right now, especially how bad this was. So J.O. Smith is the first fuck up. Second fuck up is the referees. All throughout that night, the referees were fucking up. 
The biggest was with that call when they changed it from an offensive foul to a blocking foul against LeBron. I think everybody with a brain, you know, knows the difference between a blocking foul and an offensive foul, the restricted line and everything else like that, you know. Especially with under a fucking minute left. You know, you don't make those type of calls. Even, I don't care if they're a home game or road game, it don't matter. Just, you don't make them fucking calls right now. You know, one fucking bullshit call can determine the whole game. And nonetheless, it, I don't feel like it determined the whole game. It just, that's, I don't feel like that determined the whole game. But it was, it was above, above the line, just straight bullshit. And hopefully, they fix that little issue of theirs right now. But maybe not. Who knows? Maybe it won't be fixed. But top of the line bullshit. I think the referees could have definitely done better with everything that happened all transpired. But it, but you know what? Game two is game two. Game two will be Sunday. We'll see what else. We'll see what the referees done do differently because I think they got to right now to just to save the asses at this point. Number three, George fucking Hill. George Hill's irrelevant. And before I even say the other plays, I'll say him because he was starting point guard. And yet LeBron is making all the playmaking decisions that you should be doing. And yet the fact that you're not doing it, I don't know. What, what can I say? You know, I can't, I can't call you a, you're a bum. You can't, you know. If it wasn't for JL's bonehead play, I would probably say you was also. How are you missing? How are you missing free throws? This crucial. You have a chance to beat a, a defending champion and a team that you know who had an off night pretty much. Everybody in that team had an off night. I'm not gonna glorify Stephen Curry's night because Stephen Curry also had an off night. 26 points when he could probably score 35 points. Off night. Clay Thompson wasn't healthy at all after JL Smith. No, I'm not gonna call him a boy for hitting him because he slipped apparently, but he had a fucking motherfucker had an off night. A straight off night forced for Clay Thompson. And Durant was just getting beat the fuck down mentally because defensively he, he wasn't trying to touch LeBron at the way LeBron was scoring. So this Warriors team was all they had all the makers to lose this game. You seen that fucking wait, even before I get to the next person. Overall, George Hill. Just one shot. All you needed was one shot. It was just one simple shot for you to just get that shit in. And all you had to do was that's it. I would, you know, I would, I would have taken my, I'm pretty sure LeBron and everybody else would have taken their chances with the Warriors taking the last shot. The way defensively, y'all was playing already, you was scrapping them and forcing them to isolations. I would have took, I would have taken it. I'm pretty sure they was comfortable with them taking the last shot because the, you know, the way they was playing all night right now, despite the points being allowed, the Cavaliers was fighting back. So I'm pretty, you know, they was in a good position. And the fact that you, you know, you don't have, you don't got shit, you don't got nothing better to do. All you got to do is just make a fucking jump shot. And you can't even do that. That's embarrassing. That's a fucking embarrassing as a player right now. Especially in crucial moments against a, a, a well-old machine as a Warriors, man. You got, you got, you got to score at will. That's, that's, that's sad. It's, it's just sad. Who else? Who else? Who else is a fucking... Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I'm going to say Kevin Durant also. They might have won, but Kevin Durant was a fuck-up. You want you you to prove that you're the best. You want to prove that you can pass the torch of LeBron. And LeBron just made sure that nobody's touching him for a very fucking long time. 15 years. 33 years old. He's played every game this year right now. You worry about him, might he might catch an injury, nothing like that. He's this. I don't know. I'm, I keep scratching my head. I'm just like, like, what, what, what the fuck? What can you, what can anybody do at this point? Nothing. You can't do shit at this point. LeBron's that great of a player, and Durant, he's not there yet. Ten years in, you would think Durant would, you know, would stand up to him and just defend or block him or stop him, do anything. No, not even close. You know why? He's scared. I don't care what nobody says. My man Durant is fucking scared. He was not 
he was not there at all right now. Offensively, he's still struggling. Defensively, he just wasn't trying to touch LeBron, especially when LeBron was just eclipsing. LeBron got like over 20 points in the first quarter. He was perfect from the floor at one point. And nobody see, man. Durant knows that he can't touch LeBron right now. LeBron's not even LeBron right now. The same LeBron last year is not the same this year right now. And LeBron's not even playing that much defense. LeBron is, like I said, LeBron focused on everything on offensively because he already knows this team is a liability on offense. They got no offensive weapons. They liability, you know, defensively they are right, but nobody, nobody in this team could really help this team out. You know, Kevin Love, you know, Kevin Love is just playing to the numbers he's always played in. You know, and you're asking too, you're, gonna, you're asking a lot for Kevin Love, but then again, you're asking a lot for LeBron. LeBron is doing much more than what we all thought. But the rep, you, you, we said that you want to be the next guy up. You want the toss to be passed to you. You want to show your dominance. And, you know, maybe, you know, like I said, game one, maybe the next three, you know, four or five games, you probably wake up from this, start coming back to the Durant we know, start going for 35, maybe 40 points, get himself a couple of rebounds, pass the ball, and, you know, hit, hit, him, hit well shot threes that we know you can make. But right now, this ain't been his series. You know, Steph Curry definitely had a step. This is a, this was a balance offense between Steph Clay and him, just to overcome what LeBron was doing. And by the time overtime came, right now, automatically, Cavaliers they knew they fought. It was it was already over. LeBron's face said it all to a man. All he had to do was, man, you was better passing the ball to LeBron. LeBron, you know, take all the heat at this point. I think we would have, we would have probably let that go with LeBron James right now. Even though we'll give him hell, but we know that in LeBron James' case, it wouldn't be that much because LeBron gave you everything he can give you. But J.L. Smith, you didn't do much tonight. You don't deserve that. You, 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 you. Come on. And this was, this was interesting. This was an interesting game. I was, I was really enjoying this game. I, I was really enjoying this because I was like, for once, I don't see the Warriors blow motherfuckers out like this. This is intense. And, you know, the, the fact that it came down to this boneheaded play. And by the time overtime came, you already know automatically the crowd was repped. They were ready. Draymond Green was pumping his chest. He's like, ha, we got you, motherfuckers. And they treated the overtime like the fucking third quarter for the first five minutes. They said, okay. We're going to blow you out right quick. And they, they did, 17-7 in overtime. Oh, this, uh, oh this, it was offensively just, it was, listen, the onslaught was going on. Even Draymond Green hit three. It was over. It was fucking over. Can't do anything after that right now. This is embarrassing. Fourth fuck up, or fifth fuck up. Shaq a fool himself fucking old ass J. Cole looking like motherfucker JaVale McGee. Who's seen that dunk that he tried to make? You over like seven foot two. Why the fuck you you making tiny dunks and shit? You that big? Fucking dunk, motherfucker, dunk. You know, y'all know how much you getting paid, man. But uh, you ain't, all right, man. I ain't bring you back next year. I'm cutting you ASAP for that bullshit play you made, man. You getting paid money just for you to be doing shit like that? Nah, unacceptable. Un- unacceptable as a big man. You honestly made big men around the world look bad. You made Shaq bring, you're going to make Shaq bring back Shaq a fool. And he's going to really let the flames on your bum ass. Horrible. Just fucking horrible. You way too big right now. That was, and that was one of the struggles that the Warriors had all throughout the night. Not able to hit them screens. Not able to get consistent shots. And, you know, we all glorify Curry and shit. Because he had a great night, something like that. But, listen. Curry has 26 points. I'm not saying that is bad it's solid number but we know Steph Curry can shoot much more better than this right now and this team just got a lucky break I feel like this team is gonna I think the Rams gonna wake out of it and they, he's gonna have to go he's gonna go off maybe Curry maybe have an off night maybe but Klay Thompson he won't he won't have it for two straight games Curry you know Klay Thompson is gonna be back he's gonna be ripping the shit and now you just you just hoping like bruh we just we we almost won. How are we gonna do this now? And personally, I don't think you're going to. I think game two, Warriors flow you out, flow you out the fuck out of here. 
y'all go back to Cleveland for that Wednesday game next week. And maybe y'all can pull. Maybe, listen, LeBron, just because it's LeBron, he's, he's, got the, he's got the power to pull him back. So maybe he pulls him back right now, and maybe it'll be a series. But once Warriors take one away from them, there's not much you can say. It's just like, all right, we're going to have another season clincher, blase, blase, it's over. Right, so congrats to LeBron, like I said. He did everything in his power to give them no chance to win. And they most likely should have won because I think where it was at right now, they could have won. They, and they did it. get to this whole fucking bullshit ass terroristic ass Pokemon type beef right now between 6ix9ine and Tato oh never mind I mean 6ix9ine and the whole G GBE GB I'm sorry Glory Bros um I don't know what the fuck happened I, I haven't heard from 6ix9ine you know in a fucking a couple weeks he came out of nowhere saying that I sold 10 million, I sold 10 million views off me not talking about no bullshit or beefs or fights. And he specifically mentioned Chief Keith and Little Reese and Tato. He said he said to the whole GBE to suck his dick. He just straight up violated these niggas right now. Um, Tato's one thing. To go back and forth with Tato, we already know what's the situation. We stream Cash Doll. She was abused by Tato. 6ix9ine came and I guess, you know, saved her. Captain Save a Hope, whatever you want to call him. Um, saved her. Shit. Party out on his birthday. You know, maybe they're together. Who knows? I don't care. Now, you already know what Tato head is at. Tato just, you know, he was saying a lot of shit with 6ix9ine and they both going back and forth over just, you know, beef shit that. I don't listen. It ain't got nothing to do with music. That's the whole point of the beef. But I don't know. But I don't know what was said that further sparked Six Nine to open his fucking mouth because it seemed like Six Nine took offense to whatever was said. Lil Reese said some shit under his Instagram. Six Nine laughed it off, and then another video with him and his straightway gangs. They were in L.A. with Cash Doll. Off the bat, 6ix9ine violated, violated Keith Keith, Little Reese, Tato, the whole squad, and <laughs> Cash Doll, she wasn't with the shit. She wasn't trying to be in no fucking situation. She probably got amnesia from the hits that Tato gave her because she got her and her doggy out that camera ASAP while 6ix9ine was saying straight away. So automatically, she already knew what was up. She's like, nigga, I don't think so. You ain't gonna get me into them some shit again. I don't know if she's still dealing with Tato. I would hope not at the way Tato beat her up, you know. Surprised he's not arrested for that shit. Nonetheless, um, yeah, this is this is this is really crazy right now. And it's crazy for dumb reasons, it's not even serious, seriously crazy. Tato, I don't know what Tato got with the hands, and they're from Chicago or automatically. Hands are not really used in this type of situation. This Chirac niggas, they they shoot. Now they might they listen, they ain't been in Chirac for years. So it might not even be the case no more, but motherfuckers will still bust a cap on some niggas ass. So you got you can only you know you gonna you can only expect you know shit to get hectic at this point where you know GB they gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be pulling up on niggas and right now if I'm not mistaken Steve Keith is in New York right now. So I don't know what's I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Both motherfuckers in different coast. Just I don't know why, but it's whatever at this point. I don't think nothing's gonna happen. TP is not the same motherfucker from Chirac days. Now if you put six nine in Chirac, automatically he's getting smoked. If TP was still around that area, he's getting smoked by anybody on that shit. Especially the purple haze, the colorful haze rocking. Chirac ain't gonna tolerate that shit. They will bench smoke them. And Chief Keith himself probably well against smoked already because, you know, he's not he's not shot right for the same reasons why, you know, 6ix9ine there would be stupid. He ain't stupid. He got the fuck out of there. He well got smoked anyway. 
And plus, he had so much, you know, court cases against him. Motherfucker had to get the hell out of there. And besides, you have listen. You don't even hear from Chief Keith like that. He's just been low key right now. You know, he's got uh, he's got a lot of shit on his plate right now, from child support to fucking all these court issues right now. And Chicago still wants his head on a platter right now. They still trying to find a way to bring him back here so they can charge him for some gun charges. They're trying to make sure they put him in jail for a long time. So uh, I think Chief Keith, I think it's not best for Chief Keith to get involved in some nonsense. 6 9 is not best for you right now because the last time I checked, the reason why you had to stay low because you got you was arrested for assaulting a cop. And any type of some type of shit like that, you know, that's that violates your whole warrant, you know, your whole fucking probation. That's it for you. You're going back to you will be in jail for them two to three years. Hands down. So I think you need to you need to shut the fuck out. I don't know what Tato Reese got also, but if you know, if she keep it still the guy right now that's banking the money for y'all. I don't think y'all need to get, have him locked up. You don't need him locked up in some bullshit. So it'd be best for y'all to fall the fuck back also. This is a this might be a pointless ass beef between motherfuckers fighting over a shit, but so many implications could go down of you know somebody goes down for the shit. And 6ix9ine, you just you just got you just got off one incident with Casanova. I don't think you need to be in another situation with the whole GBE gang. Fall the fuck back. Stay the fuck back. And just do what you was doing right now, man. You was off, you was low-key right now. Just stay low-key. You already got issues right now with NYPD trying to bust a cap in your ass. You don't need this type of shit. Um, Chief Keith, let me see. Chief Keith. Chief Keith, just do what you gotta do, man, man. That's it. Do what you fucking gotta do at this point. Reese, Tato, follow up a follow suit also. You don't need your man going down and y'all don't definitely need to go down also. When money gets involved, you don't need none of that shit getting fucked up. And that's about it. Who's Friday fuck ups? All, for all three of them, was, all four of those Friday fuck ups. Tato's still blasting his nonsense on the fucking phone. So I'm like, I got that thing with me. Please Tato, please stop. Nobody trying to hear that shit. 6ix9ine, you was already low-key for a reason. You try to continue to stay low-key. You're not in no position to be going off your mouth right now when you got NYPD still trying to build a case on around you and the whole straightway gang. Similar to what they did to Bobby Smurder and his gang. Keep, just shut the hell up and just do what you gotta do. Chief Keith is not... Chief Keith has been the only one that ain't say shit right now. And normally Chief Keith don't say shit when he don't like a motherfucker. He's gonna handle his business. So, that's a bad thing. Chief Keith, don't do anything stupid right now, man. That will put you in some put you in hot water. Especially now you're in New York. The hip hop police don't go fuck about any rap out there. They're looking to start some shit and catch somebody. Stay, just do your thing. Lil Reese, ain't nobody down what you can do. But, man, fall the fuck back also. I think everybody's doing too much right now. Dismiss this shit and go on by your happy lives. All right, um, the fingers off this whole episode right now. I'm gonna just finish this on a not a long rant, but I just want to keep it funky right now on this whole Kanye West album. I will definitely listen to it more and more. We're off the first reaction right now. <laughs> the production is, is like I said, it's Kanye West. You don't have to worry where you have, you don't have to really worry about Kanye West when he's on the production. He's finito. He's great. He's perfect. If this was just strictly about instrumental right now, Kanye was to be a perfect 11 out of 10. And that's just, I give him one extra point for him just being that brilliant. The beats were good. I don't, I'm not gonna lie, the beats were good. I don't, I think maybe, this might be his, I would say, his worst, I, I, just dead ass right now. It's been, per, all his shit is perfect, but all first reaction, this is his worst. Beat production into, a, you know, an album, ever. The production on Dark Twisted Fantasies and his first three albums, 808, um, Yeezus, Watch the Throne, they're all better than this. But as I said, the more and more I keep listening, I was, I, you know, I might, I, I might have a feel for it, but I, you know, I think this time around with Kanye, I don't know what to expect out of Kanye when I heard, when I heard this, it's seven tracks also. 
So I don't know what good music is doing. They're just like, what, they're doing EPs now? Hopefully they can capitalize on the streaming sites and maybe bank in a little bit more, which is stupid because I think maybe if you have, like Chris Brown did, even though I think Chris Brown himself, he did way too much right now, throwing out like 40 tracks. I think, you know, the more songs that streamed, you know, the, you know more, you know, the more, you know, the more people, the more plays and everything like that, the more money, blase, blase. I think you already know how the streaming, you know, sites works and everything like that by now. But um, nonetheless, I, I think Kanye could have had a little bit more, more tracks on this, you know, 20, you know, 21 minutes, you know, unless he's figuring maybe people is just not, you know, they're not, they're not bright in the head to know about, you know, music like that. I don't know. I don't know what was the whole point, but just like Daytona, this album was also seven, well, seven tracks, about 23 minutes at least. Um, it's like I said, it's too early right now to give you a definitive answer. That's like it was too early for Daytona also. That's why I didn't go into it yet. I'm still listening to Daytona. And I think I can give you a better answer for Daytona maybe next Friday or maybe next Saturday. With this, um, it's too early also just because, you know, the, you always, there's always messages into the album, you know. And from time to time, I like to hear other personalities on YouTube break it down. So I can compare, I can, I can look at it, when, you know, in a closer way than what I was looking at before. But um, off the shrink right now, this was a decent album. I give it it's 75 out of 100. It's, def, it's a decent album. It's not overly great. It's not great at all. It's okay. No, all the hype about Kanye, what he was gonna do on this album, that wasn't really the case. I, I don't know what Kanye did differently. Maybe this wasn't the. Uh, I don't know, the whole buzz and the hype about it was, was, was dramatic. You know, especially after the Avis his people and Lift Yourself. I thought it was gonna be, I, I thought it was gonna be, I don't know, I didn't know the direction it was going, but now we got the direction. And overall, this is a decent album. That's not anything thrill about it, but probably the more I start listening to it, I can probably give you a better answer. And I'm out of here. I'm going to see y'all later. Till the next episode. It's your boy OG Bernie. Let Burn Rant Podcast. Peace, love, hair grease. Burn.